Welcome to Uninterrupted. We're on a mission to unlearn and learn about all things fashion, retail and tech from the best in the industries. Hop on and be part of our journey as we unleash these gems for you. Today I'm in conversation with one of the industry's most sought after and my personal favorite fashion stylist, Sanchi Gilani. Her take on fashion is casual yet very chic. and her wardrobe is a reflection of her appreciation for indian craftsmanship and upcoming talent coupled with high street and premium brands sanchi welcome to uninterrupted and i'm absolutely elated to have you on air thank you so much samriddhi that was really really sweet <laughs> great you know uh, it was what was very interesting for me okay you know what was very interesting for me was to know that you actually majored in anthropology and had a bare minimum to do with fashion you no know, i actually get this a lot obviously because anthropology and fashion have nothing to do with each other but um, i think my love affair with fashion began when i was like an early teen i would get ready and um, i would keep like seeing obviously i couldn't really read a magazine properly back then but i was just like i would just be so so amused with the graphic and pictorial uh, representation of fashion that was there so i would cut out all these things make collages and i really think i learned my color wheel from fashion to be honest but um, but yeah i think that's where it began and i uh, i actually did apply to a fashion school i applied to fit and i got in but um, my parents were very keen on me just doing something more conventional not that anthropology was but uh, they thought at least let me get a degree in a typical business college and then um, then whatever i choose to do i can see i think they felt like initially it would have been more of a i'm not sure if this is where i'd want to be so they wanted me to keep all my paths open and that's fine honestly i i feel like i found my style and i uh, i i grew to still stay true to myself because i would come back every summer and do a fashion internship so that helped Right. Okay. So tell me a little bit about where all you worked in fashion. So I started working um, as an assistant to um, a bunch of freelance stylists because I would come back from college every summer and um, assist them. And I, with just as any profession, experience really helps in fashion as well. And I knew the way to like finally get a job would have been to like build my resume. So I would um, focus on doing that, and I got lucky because there were um, different stylists doing celebrity styling. There were different stylists doing editorial styling. So I got to like put my hand everywhere and see what works for me. Then by the time I graduated, my parents were like, "Okay, clearly she knows what she's doing, and she's found um, her passion." And I was lucky enough to make it my job. And I worked with Tanya Gavri. I worked with Sanjana Batra. I also assisted in um, Houseful Four um, as their fashion stylist. So it, it was nice because by this by by this point, I tried different things and I knew what was working for me. Um, I'd even worked with Reliance brands. So yeah, so I I think I was lucky to find what I love. That's amazing. You know, I'm like a big believer of what's meant to be will be, and clearly you're doing so well in the fashion <laughs> space. So I guess that's true. I I genuinely that's the way I look at it I'm just like whatever's going to happen it is going to happen eventually just give it your best <laughs> Right okay you know as a fashion stylist tell me what are a few things on your checklist that you make sure are ticked off before you start like the styling process for someone do you get to know them do you get to know what they're comfortable in or how does it go So that uh, that's actually one of the main things I do try my best to get to know them of course not at like a deeper level but even at a surface level just there 
um, their own personality, what works for them, whether they are bigger on accessories, whether they're bigger on like textures, you know, you can just, you pick up on that when you're having that conversation. Um, and of course, um, I also just take that, it's very important to take a look at their body type, their build, um, their height, because a lot of styling is done around this. Um, even skin tone for that matter, I feel like certain colors really enhance or tone down um, your the way you carry yourself off. And uh, yeah, so I think these are the few things I do look at. Okay, that's helpful. Are there any hard no's on your list? Like maybe um, things you steer clear from or trends you don't understand or necessarily like? Uh, so, there's, so the thing with fashion is there's really no hard no, right? Because today something works, tomorrow something doesn't. Um, and it's not as much about trends, but it's more about your style. Like I feel like it keeps evolving. Uh, but right now, I think I'm a little particular about how I style textures because I think they it's a very thin line. It can get a little messy. Um, I don't believe personally in over-accessorizing, at least for myself, um, because like people feel like, okay, like I'm wearing a plain white t-shirt and blue jeans. Why can't I just wear a belt and wear sunglasses and a hairband? You can't do everything. So over-accessorizing is something I definitely don't do. Um and trends that I don't really, maybe animal print, I personally don't seem to understand it. Uh, popcorn shirts, I don't know if you know what they are. They were back then, they were like these small yeah. shirts and you just wear it and it becomes big. And I'm like, is this supposed to be fun yeah. or like what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, then also leggings as pants. I That's something I've just never taken to. Right, my mom's going to love you. <laughs> she says this all the time. Oh, really? See, I'm glad. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, this has actually made me think of something very interesting. Um, when it comes to my, on like a very personal note again, when it comes to my own style, like I feel like I uh, don't experiment too much. Um, also, I was a fat kid growing up. Mm. So I always uh, kind of found solace in like loose clothes, you mm. know, not mm. fitting me at all, ill-fitted. And sometimes they would make you look bulkier, right? right. Um, now a little bit has hit my head. So I'm a little more careful about that. But tell me, how does one define their personal style so you know um it's funny you say that as a fat kid you wore <laughs> looser clothes uh because as a thin girl that's exactly what I do I also wear a lot of loose clothes and I think that's how I found my personal style I I can say today I'm not that big on experimenting because I have found my personal style but I do still try and push the envelope on days and I'm like, okay, let me try. Like sometimes maybe this will work. So I think you should constantly keep um, trying and seeing what's working for you. Make a mistake. You have to because that's the only way you'll know whether it's really worked for you or not. Um, and also just the number one thing is you have to be confident in it. Like there was there was for the longest time, honestly, I didn't take to sneakers. I wasn't comfortable with it. I felt like I was too skinny. My ankles were like looking even skinnier with like um, sneakers. So it's very, it's very different things. Obviously, you're most uh, critical about yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror. So take your time and see what's working for you. And then I would say uh, just own that style. It doesn't have to be a trend. Because sometimes even being out of style can really be your style. So, um, so yeah, I would say find your style, don't find the trend. That's a, that's a really good tip. And, you know, uh, sometimes when I talk to people, I uh, start understanding. Sometimes we're so critical about ourselves. Like you just said, yeah. your ankles are skinny. That's something yeah. I've never thought about. <laughs> yeah. 
trust me when we look at ourselves in a mirror we are our biggest critics i'm just like no one's even going to look at this yeah okay i'm going to try and do that or you're getting like an antsy call from me where i don't know what done whenever <laughs> Okay, you know, with the last few months, um, pajamas have kind of replaced every other piece of clothing for most people across the globe. A lot of pajama hopping right. has happened. Um, you know, with another wave of lockdown hitting us and things getting shut again, I feel like work from mm-hmm. home is going to continue for a while. Um, do you maybe have any tips to make like work from home outfits a little more decent? um so the way i would categorize this would be in two ways right one is when you are not presenting and you're actually just working and like getting on video calls on and off through the day for that i would say uh accessorize a little maybe like put on a nice pair of earrings or wear like a nice high neck top because bottom again for all you know you'll probably be in pajamas but um i do think it's important to dress the part when you're working like even even for this call like i it was important for me to put on my right outfit because it makes you feel uh it just you it the you know how they say dress your part that's what that's i i'm a firm believer in that so i would say um if you are presenting put on a blazer even if you are even if you're not like on a video call just put it on and always like try and stand and have that conversation because it just gives you that confidence so definitely um wear what you would normally wear to work uh of course for a video and to enhance it a little i would say accessorize it and you can even like do nice hairdos because you have that accessibility right okay i've made mental notes <laughs> and on similar lines tell me um you know so many weddings also happened in backyards and to be honest it was beautiful hmm. you know how people kind of found their way to be together even uh, when everything was shut um what is your take on how bridal couture's kind of shifted through the last year so i think the one thing that really came in was experimenting um i actually saw a bride recently in a pantsuit and a blazer and things like that so i think there was more room for experiments and uh, unconventional dressing and for it to even be accepted because you know normally it's that old traditional conventional indian bride but here it was more breaking norms and like there were smaller crowds and i don't know i just feel like it gave people confidence to do that so i saw that coming in I also think um while you are a bride and if you do want to go that conventional way you can do it two ways you can stick to your I'm a bride regardless of how many people are there it's still my big day and like do your um conventional dressing or you can also play on the conventional colors but still do okay I want to wear red but maybe I want to accessorize it differently with the jewelry or if I want to do jewelry maybe I'll play different on my colors I just think there's a lot of scope to um to do what you want to do and it be okay right okay um sanji you know if i haven't said it enough i absolutely <laughs> love your work uh for everyone tuning in tell me what all does being a stylist actually entail and do you have any piece of advice for um you know professionals looking to grow in this space so i think being a stylist honestly entails um those finding your style being really comfortable and confident in your style um because your conversations when you are styling someone have to somehow reflect okay this is where you come from but you're happy to meet them halfway or even the entire way but you need to know your style so you don't mess around with it uh so find that first 
and i think for budding stylists what i would say is just go all out experiment everywhere do the bridal styling do the editorial do the personal do the uh, like celebrity styling just give it your all at least for the first i would say year two years and experiment everywhere see what's working for you and once you figure out okay you like this more than you like that then stick to that and even if you want to change it later that's fine because styling is such a thing that you can always add to what you already know but i would say first find what really works for you right is it really hard you know um drawing that line between what your personal style as a stylist is and what the other person kind of needs so see the way i look at it is when somebody is hiring you as a stylist they are trying to they clearly like your style or they like your work in a certain way right so i would right. say of course hear them out hear what works for them and if you can entail your knowledge even if not your style but your knowledge about fashion that can always like make make the outcome better because then there are two uh, minds coming together for that one look amazing okay uh, that actually makes for a good checklist for everyone in this space okay can you also share um you know what is the difference between personal styling and shoot styling like what all factors come into play in either scenario okay so if i had to put it in one sentence celebrity styling incorporates more of a mood board and personal styling is more of the human mood it's literally that so in celebrity styling there is there are many there like many things right there's sometimes you're doing an editorial styling for a celebrity sometimes you're doing a red carpet sometimes you're doing a personal style for an event so when it comes to the editorial and the like the red carpet like there are times where you have a mood board and you're like okay i need to work around this this is what the brand needs this is what the celebrity needs and in personal styling it's more interaction with the person involved and you're like okay this is your style let me try and meet that so they're two different things but one you're working out of what the person wants and one you're working out of like different layers other than that person right okay and do you have any factors that you maybe consider before you source from a particular brand because you know obviously like all brands are kind of trying to make it to a point where people start sourcing from them so are there any uh, things you consider before you say yes or no to say a particular brand so the one thing that over a period of time has become really important is accessibility i feel like brands when you're sourcing from them because sometimes we work under tight deadlines sometimes we're working under like there's just so much going on and you need accessibility with the brand because the the mood board can change the outfit that you're thinking you may want a different one so i think accessibility is super super important um and also just the styles and um, the availability because there are times where you may like something but it's not available so that definitely matters um and there's just so much coming you know there's so many designers there's there's so much to like see from so it's genuinely just the style for me also right i would have definitely got lost <laughs> in the number of options yeah. available today <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, so I'm now going to move to the last section of our chat, which is a rapid fire round called High Five. Okay, that sounds fun. Do I get uh, a hamper? <laughs> okay. So the number of times everyone's asked me this, I should have like I don't know, maybe just actually got like a hamper. And here it's just but me. I always it's me against uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I uh, always say it's a hamper of uh, all oh. my love. So yes, Thanks. that's what I'll you're getting. I'll take that this pandemic. <laughs> 
Amazing. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what are the three shoots that you absolutely love being a part of? So, um, actually, just before this pandemic, I did this shoot for Wedding Filmer, which I absolutely loved. It was a big shoot of like sixteen people, so that was great. Um, then my first cover shoot with Nargis Fakri, uh, that's just close to my heart. And with uh, Tanya, when I was working for her, we did the shoot for Filmfare. with sonam and karina and the female energy on that set i it still brings me back to it all of them sound so interesting but the wedding filmer has like such a special place in my heart that i'm still <laughs> yeah me too trust me <laughs> right okay what was the turning point for you in your career you know i actually had two turning points i think one of it was when i um of course worked with tanya i think that helped me a lot i had um, experience with a lot of different celebrities and my second was when i actually worked as uh, the stylist for alliance brands because it was completely different but it was still like i learned so much in it right okay um name five homegrown labels that you're in love with or shop from regularly oh. Okay, I want to say um, SG, uh, Anoki. I love Anoki. I sleep in it. I eat in it. I do everything in it. Eleven O One and uh, Good Organics. Okay. Um, what is one styling tip that works wonders for all body types? I think after our initial part of this conversation, I think loose clothes because <laughs> uh, clearly it works for the uh, the healthy child plus the skinny child. So. I would say that, and of course, to be able to play it right, like if you are and you want to like add a layer to it, or if you are healthy and you want to put a belt to it and accentuate your waistline, like it could be. It's my it's many things, obviously, but I think loose clothing and like oversized clothing helps all. They're so comfortable. I just can't let you. <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't have to. <laughs> I know, I know. I I would. I don't know what I would do without. And I'm them. so glad that fashion is now also comfort. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. What are the three? Who are the three people who inspire you every day? Um. So, I think professionally, uh, my best friend Masoom. I think she's just uh, all there with her female energy. Yeah. Um. Personally, I think uh, Ponya. She's just she's she's a solid yeah. person, and uh, in fashion, uh, Lydia. Tomlinson, I don't know if you've heard of her. She's a content creator, but she's like her styling is one on one. Like I just, I love it. It's, it's chic. It's uh there. It's very relevant. It's great. Amazing. Okay, Sanji, thank you so much for taking the time out and being on uninterrupted. It was a pleasure talking to you and getting to know you up close and personal. Good luck for everything that you do, and I hope to see you in loose clothes. Very, very thank you soon. so much, Samhiti. This was great. It was a lot of fun, and I hope to see you back in those loose clothes so we can do a difference in style right there. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, okay. done. Okay, we should make an Instagram yes. reel about it because I that's all. I know. That's oh my God, tell me. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Amriti. Thank you. Thank you. For everyone who tuned in today, thank you so much for taking the time out and listening to our conversation. If this conversation struck a chord with you, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share this with your friends and family. If you have a take on the topic we discussed, or if you'd like to share some feedback, please feel free to write to me. I'm going to catch you next week with yet another uninterrupted conversation. Have a great evening ahead.